When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Hackmaster, Ralph Dory Basham, MD. It's a small, small world, Catherine Brandt. And Eddie Brandt Bernard. What is that based on now? Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. So Melissa was looking for a rocking horse for Ethan. So she goes on Facebook Marketplace, which everybody buys and sells on Facebook Mm -hmm. Marketplace all the time. She finds the perfect rocking horse. Turns out that our neighbor is selling it. You want to say the name? Oh, you probably want to sell the name. Yeah. Neighbor on the right. (laughs) As you're looking at the the front door on the left. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah, Alex really. Was like, oh, uh, it's what's her name? And oh, it was Melissa actually was like, oh, no the other neighbor who had a garage sale. 
but Susan has posted a bunch of stuff for her. She buys stuff and repurposes it and sells yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. That's a, that is a, uh, a subculture, if you want to call it that, uh, that people will buy. I've seen a couple of YouTube videos where people will buy pallets of opened or damaged packaging or lightly damaged products from oh, yeah. Walmart, mm-hmm. Costco, Target. Because they sell it for nothing. They're going to throw it away otherwise. Yeah. Right. Is that they, you buy a pallet. It's filled. They, you must pay for delivery. They drop it in your driveway. You start unpacking and see what you got. Really? And see what you got. And they, they have a manifest of some of these things and a, an estimated value of some of these things. But until you get it, you really don't know what you got. You're getting a pig in a poke, so to speak. It's like buying a, yeah. um, a storage unit, an abandoned storage unit. Yeah. Oh. yeah. There could be anything in there. Remember, it could be garbage or it could remember be... Remember storage wars? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had a house once that our... Um, uh, that we got involved in, not that we really wanted to, but we did. And it was out in the north, way northwest suburbs. And they hadn't been paying rent, and we finally, we had to kick them out. And we went in there, and they clearly were buying storage units because there must have been 100 mattresses in the basement. Because mm. apparently people pay $150, $200 a month to store mattresses. <laughs> Well, there's, <laughs> I don't know why. There's a company up in Big Lake that liquidates hospitals, hospitals, clinics, things like that. They liquidate. Uh, so you'll, you'll say, you know, we're closing. We'd like to liquidate beds. this. They come in, they bid on all the stuff, and then they, well, for one price, you take your money, they take everything, and they resell it. Oh. And been very successful with it. They went into one hospital. They went into a storage unit that had not been paid. They hadn't paid the back mm-hmm. rent on this for a number of years. They went into the storage unit, opened it. It was filled with three ring binders that were empty huh there the was absolutely n- there was no value in anything that was in that oh, storage come on, unit. it had to at least been 300 dollars no 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 these were <laughs> garbage trashed oh. used oh. three ring binders and they just it, it was a fat to hear those stories and hospitals are that are notorious for that they'll just they'll rent someplace to store something that's worthless well they have so much money why not that's thank you you said it. Yeah. That is a fact. There's no doubt about that. Well, I mean, I God, just, when you uh, sell a box of Kleenex for $40, how can you $75 now, Andy. Yeah. I know. I, I when checked. my sister was in the hospital for all that time, I brought in, and, and, the, ho- and the hospital Kleenex is usually really crappy. Oh, it's God, usually yeah. like one ply, yeah. really scratchy. Half a ply <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So I brought in, because I knew we were all going to be crying when my sister was yeah, in the hospital. So, um, so I brought in a nice big box of Kleenex. No, I bet they didn't like that. Oh, as soon as I brought that in, all of a sudden she brought in like five boxes of Kleenex. And I'm like, Whoa. we don't want those. That's probably $1,000 worth of Kleenex. 400 bucks. Yeah, exactly. I was like, don't bring yeah, us no. anything. So is your tissue, does it have the wood chips in it? I love that tissue that has little pieces of wood. Oh, the recycled stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah they what don't do a great God. job. Um, seventh Nasty. generation is is and better. It's not bad. It used to be terrible. And they all have uh, metal or stone flakes in them. They do. Yep. That's why you don't clean your glasses with them because they'll scratch the yeah, glass. Yeah, they, they scratch the, crack the milling, of the, glass. the grinding and milling of the the pulp is such it leaves d- debris in it. They make the tissues. Right. Grind your stuff. That's right exactly down. what I'm talking oh. about right there. Yep. No question about it. So everything is good. So it was, it was, if I'm looking at Jeff's house, it's the one just to the left of him. That's where they had the rocking horse. Uh, well, you said her name. If you look at their house, but, yeah. Sorry. Did yeah, I say if I'm name? looking Oops. at their house, it'd be just to the left. <laughs> yeah. The house right between Rick and Jeff. Yeah. There hey, you go. Save on shipping. 
Yeah, exactly. for real. Yeah, just pick it up. I know. What a small world, though. That is amazing, though. She so, so you go. Did you get it already? I don't know. I have a feeling you're going to be picking it up. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then we'll get it on you're, Friday. Well, it's just over at some. It's over at somebody's house. We'll be able to pick it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. That'll be good. That'll be good. I just read a headline in the Star Tribune that I don't understand. Appeals court states racially imbalanced school system not intentional. What the hell does that even mean? Uh, I can't tell states. if this means, oh, we didn't mean to uh, segregate, or if they're just complaining that there's still too many white people. I don't know. Oh, boy, there's a lot of complaining about too many white people yeah, now. There's no sure doubt about it. But that's not racist, of course. No. No, that's not. I just love the fact that you can go after white people like there's no tomorrow, but that's not racist. There was an interesting thread Ridiculous. on Twitter this morning about the L.A. Times. It was purchased by a, by a guy who is a billionaire. I thought Jeff Bezos bought it. Uh-uh. Well, he bought the Washington Post, I know. Yeah. Um, and he has a, his daughter, who is a trust fund billionaire. Right. Who went to, you know, Stanford and all that stuff. She is a socialist. Oh, yeah, because she can afford to be. He has no experience in journalism or anything like that. He just let her run the paper. And she was the one that was running all the narratives about defund the police and how all of this stuff. She literally has ties with all kinds of organizations that would make it so that she shouldn't be in charge of a newspaper. Right. Yeah. The conflict of interests are mind-boggling. Well, I, 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 I think there's—I don't see how socialism goes along with defunding the police. I don't either. I don't understand yeah, how you can be a. Most countries have very strong. How police. can you be a billionaire socialist? <clears throat> well, that's if, you're, if you have a billion dollars and you're a socialist, you you're no not idea. a socialist. You're, yeah, you're a bougie right. socialist, yep. and you should be giving away all your money. You're yeah, not give a socialist your money away. until you're living with the yep. common people, yep. doing common things. Having common money. Senator, That's what you need to do. Yeah, Sandra, send, send her a little something from Karl Marx. Let her read that. She'll Ex- see, what, see what that means. Yeah. She wouldn't be a billionaire for very long. Well, Who, by they, the way, they, owned his own home and said you should never be allowed to own a home, but they, he could. Well, go. they pick and choose. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like religious organizations. They yes. pick and choose the yeah, pieces of the manifesto that they want yeah, to be true. true. But defunding the police ain't one of them. No. You know, because you need police to enforce everything. Well, did you yep. see you seen the new political ads? Every political ad now. What do you mean? We love the police. We never yeah. said we that. We never, never said, said that. that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Because people believe it, too. Now all of a sudden the cops are their best friends. Yep. They, I know. Got, how many of them quit because of those pigs? Oh, God. I mean, hundreds and thousands yeah. of Minneapolis cops Minneapolis can't get enough cops anymore. No, they cannot no. anymore. Yeah. No, they used to have something like 1,500 applicants per opening now they have maybe a hundred i would who the hell would want to be a minneapolis cop well and they've got to weed out you know so many people yeah i mean you can't not everybody's like i would never be able to be a cop no there's no way i'd be so jumpy and i'd be like (laughs) everyone's a criminal (laughs) i'd be terrible tom would be a cop for less time than he went to the university. Yes. <laughs> One day, baby, it'd be about a half a day. <laughs> half a day. That's it. Yeah. I, mean, I can't hit you in the head with my club if I yeah. quit. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's these these new ads. We love the police. We want to fund police, not defund them. Yeah. I mean, even the president said that, by the way. Yeah. The president of the United States says we don't want to defund the police. That's what you said for six, ten months. Well, I know, and our vice president was bailing 
uh, rioters out of yeah. jail. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's people fall for it. They'll they... be like, oh, yes, you're right. You never said well, that. It was always the Republicans' fault. Americans have very, very short memories. Yep. Like yeah, chickens. they do. They are like yeah, chickens. So you think we're going to make it through this downturn in our economy, or is it, are, are we going to go through another recession? Honey, there's yes, no downturn are. in our economy. Oh, there's not? Oh, no. I saw the numbers perfect. again this morning. It's not very good. There is no war in Bossing City. No, <laughs> no, there's no question about it. I, I just can't believe that people really think that everything's okay. What is it? How long has it been now? How many months have we been dropping? It's been like a, oh, eight, it's 15 been a months. Solid year. It's, it's yeah. a long time. It might be the longest in like 50 years or something like that. Yeah, so there's even longer than 2008, apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. But I just, you know, what I'm trying to do is get through these last few years of working, you know, get a nice retirement going. So why don't we collapse the economy just before I need to retire? <laughs> you need, need a couple bucks. You need a couple of bucks. When no, I, there's no money sure, left. Sorry. Capital. So, when so, I, oh, sorry. If there's a recession... If what, it's so, why are we increasing interest rates? That's gonna just—that's not gonna do anything well, for because they, there's also inflation. Yeah. yeah, that's what they did back in when, when that's what started the housing crisis. Is everybody was purchasing all those houses on signatures and all that kind yep. of stuff? Every taxi cab driver yeah. had five there's, homes. There's a, sub, a subprime loan. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, so to slow the economy. They raised interest rates. The economy and slowed soon, already. It's in a recession. I know, but soon after that, that's when the housing crash happened. Yeah, good luck. Well, you know, just. Well, we need a housing correction, I can tell you that much. Well, it's kind we of do, doing yeah. it nice and slowly right now. I don't know if it's going to get worse. It all depends because they're going to prop everything up through the midterms. Yes, they After are. the midterms, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But right yeah, now, true. everything's going to stay pretty normal, I think. Oh, not normal, but. No, the new normal mm -hmm. until after the midterms. I have a question for you guys and everybody listening. I brought it up on the morning show this morning. Every time I see somebody from the, the president on down in that party, every time I see them now, they talk about we need to live greener, we need to live healthier, we need to drive electric cars, we need to do this, that. Why is it, uh, Mr. President and all other presidents, not just you, why aren't you driving an electric car right now? Why are you going around in these huge SUVs burning up all this gas when all you do is tell us we shouldn't be able to be allowed to drive a gas-powered vehicle? Because they're kings. They're special. And it's you're a unbelievable. Surf. You're a peasant who's paying taxes. <clears throat> Everywhere he goes, and again, he's not the only one. Every president before him did it too. But you can't chirp about we need to live greener and then fly around in two 747s. I mean, you've got to have the decoy because you don't know which one the president's actually in. But who burns <laughs> up more gas than you do? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nobody. And nobody. again, I'm not just nailing Biden here, but he's the one chirping about how green we should live and we're going to die if we don't. You need to start only flying in electric planes and riding in electric cars. I don't think electric planes exist. I don't uh, think they do they either. They actually do. There's one that they're experimenting with right now. It, it has a very, it's in Canada. It has a very, it has a shorter range, so it's good for, you know, like inter, intercity. Aviation's um, all-electric Alice airplane gets its first test flight. So yep. There is yeah. one apparently, but it's not tested well, most, yet. Uh, well, there's a couple I think that are hybrids. Mm -hmm. They have so you know. I'm hey, I'm all for anything that doesn't pollute. I it's agree. Great. You can't chirp about it and then drive around with 15 but also, SUVs. But you also have you. to charge them somehow. Yes, <laughs> you do. 
It has a maximum range of 500 miles. Well, which would be okay good. from... Well, no, that would be okay unless there's a, not a headwind, unless there's not turbulence. Well, that's why they yeah. have unless, to have... Yeah, yeah they have to so have gas. So you're going to go about 100 miles with that. Or yeah. It has miles. a maximum speed of 288 miles an hour. So from Duluth to Minneapolis, little tiny commuter planes, that would be good. There you go. Maybe. Uh, comparatively, a 747 goes 550. So it goes half as fast as a 747. It can only go 500 miles, and it has a maximum payload of 2,500 pounds. Oh. Oh, so you can have about five people in there. Yeah, that's (laughs) like 15 people if you're being generous. Yes. Okay, so that's With zero cargo. Um... So to bring yeah. guys, uh, three guys to a golf course somewhere? I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what, that's it what about it's for. That's about what that's it's what for. It yeah. for yes. But we still have to charge it. And you, you, we have to get energy someplace, and I don't hear any anything that's saying we have to increase our energy production. No one says no, that. No, no one's ever talking about it. But I have a question. That's natural gas, right? That's what makes well, the electricity that, is that natural gas. Depends correct? on where you live. Oh, it does depend on where you live? Yeah. In, in Minnesota, I think it's mostly natural gas. Natural gas doesn't pollute, And nuclear power. We have, we have a power plant. Have natural a gas. Power plant. Yeah, we do. We have a nuclear power yeah, plant. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So natural gas doesn't pollute anywhere near as much as gasoline does. No. Ga- natural gas burns relatively clean. That's what yeah. I thought. So why are we having a problem with all this? Well, because cars don't run on natural gas. Well, and most, most places don't have natural gas. Like the, uh, a great deal of the southern part of the U.S. doesn't have. They don't have any natural no, gas. No, not really. So they, have, so they have coal. Yep. they got plenty of coal. Not, Which does not, not way down burn south. They yeah, don't. down That's south they do. Yeah, they do. Well, I mean, they buy it. We'll buy you can yeah, buy coal I mean, for nothing. But they can't buy... mine it in Florida. Oh, no, of course not. No, but not. you can but ship Arizona. it from West Virginia Yeah, but you can buy yeah, it. Yeah, you can. And coal is extremely cheap. But then you've got people that have to work in the coal mines, which they're I against. work it in a coal mine going and, down, down, And more down. people die in coal mines yeah. every year than have ever died or perished or been injured in nuclear power plants. Yeah. I believe that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, nuclear power plants. Three Mile Island, I think, killed, what, one person? Yeah, mm, in Chernobyl. How many and that, that was, killed? like, the fallout, biggest. Though, but there's fallout from it for years. There really wasn't. No, no, no from, not, not for Three Mile Island. Not no. from Three Mile Island. Well, gas. no, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yes. Chernobyl, yeah. yeah. That, that was, was a issue. special kind of. Yeah, well, it was a Ruski deal. Yeah, yeah, no, sure and there was. wasn't fallout from, uh, what's one in uh, Fukushima? Japan, Fukushima. Yeah. There wasn't any fallout from that. So well, right now you could buy one ton of anthracite coal for about 130 bucks. A ton. A ton. Yeah. Jesus, that's so coal amazing. is about as cheap as it gets, and it's extremely energy dense. That's the thing. It's basically the ideal fuel. It just burns so yeah. dirty. That's the problem. A ton of coal would, we with an old coal furnace would pretty much heat your house for half a winter, I would guess. I don't know. Yeah. No idea. Oh yeah. Oh, well, you, you put. You it depends on how uh, efficient it is and how it's set up. Because like isn't that, that what, when you go to when you travel around and you see these old braziers? They were called. They look like a fireplace. Isn't that a coal? Isn't brazier from Dairy Queen? No. It's not a brazier. I think they used to heat. They used to heat a lot of rooms with coal, and they had these yeah. weird little fireplacey things that you put Japan coal in. Japan does that in a lot of places. Yeah. They've got a room heater. They don't have. HVAC. They have each room has a heater. So you go in the room, you turn on the heater. Yeah, in Europe you see them in those old uh, castle hotels. They'll have some of those still around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're braziers, I think they're called. When's Timmy Crack Corn coming on? Uh, I think he just joined us. See? All you got to do is throw out his name and he he responds immediately. Timmy Crack Corn? Timmy, not Jimmy. (laughs) 
And I don't care. <laughs> and you don't care. That's exactly right. You know what I want right now is a Brazier burger. I know. The Brazier, baby. Dairy Queen. <laughs> I never thought Dairy Queen's burgers were that great. Most people don't. The, you know, the ice cream it's, is better. It's weird. I really like, I get the, the, the uh, Burger King rodeo burger with the barbecue sauce and the onion rings. Oh, sure. I, oh, yeah, I yeah. really like that probably the best out of everything. The Wendy's hamburger is pretty good, though. Too. Oh, yeah, it is. It's really good. And I like Dairy Queen. Yeah, I, you know. Is McDonald's an advertiser on this uh, show? No. Okay, they're last. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. But their fries are first. <laughs> oh, God, yes. The fries are good. Yes, they are. I mean, remember every time we went to McDonald's when I was a kid? Yeah. I'd get home and throw up. Yeah. Yeah. You were was... a Burger King kid. I sure was. <laughs> he was a Burger King kid. <laughs> two two <laughs> double Whoppers and fries, please. Yep. Yeah. See, now my wife loves the Whoppers, but my dad used to uh, call. I say, hey, dad, let's stop at McDonald's. He goes, no way. I said, why? Because they're sawdust hamburgers. Yeah, they sure are. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's fries were good. Yeah, really Their good. Their moths were good. Their hamburgers, I always thought were Everyone just terrible. Everyone says filet of fish is great, but I just, McDonald's fish, I don't trust it. Frozen fish? Yeah, I mean, yeah, frozen, frozen, frozen fish. fish. How much fish are you getting in that thing? That's I true. Know. And you know what I love from the breakfast menu? The breakfast menu at McDonald's is a sausage burrito. Everyone baby. loves McDonald's breakfast. I just don't get it. But I don't eat breakfast foods, really. No. The idea of waking up and, like, having a McMuffin, I don't know. Oh, i got to bring this up to Catherine. You know Billy Gardell from Mike and Molly, yeah. the husband of Mike and Molly. He's mm -hmm. on Navashola now. Um. He called in this morning on the show and got disconnected and called back and all the rest of it. But he said he he's lost 125 pounds. Yeah, he looks very thin wow. for him. I have not seen him in a long time, but, you know, I've known Billy for a long, long time. And he said when he's coming to town, he wants to go to dinner, but only if we eat fish. <laughs> he wants to keep the weight off. <laughs> well, well take him yeah, to uh, No, he wants you to go, air. too. Oh. Yeah, we it's go good to, to hear that he didn't do it eating just Subways because we know what happened to that last time. Yeah, that didn't work out too well, now did it? Yeah. Jesus. Is he still in the big well, house, isn't he? I don't think he's ever getting The out. weight loss was okay. It was the well, yeah. craziness Some, that ensued. Yeah. Subway does not make you a pedophile. That's not what we're saying. Is that what he did? Child pornography, yeah. Uh, yep, what? and child sex tourism. Which basically means going to a different country where the age of consent is very uh, low. You'd be surprised how I, many people do that. Fifteen years in pictures, prison. Oh, really? I saw pictures of him with a big smile on his face serving prison food. That was a oh, while ago. Wow. Were they subs? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, 15 years. Know. He was sentenced in 2015, it looks so like. So. Eight more years to go, yeah. baby. Yeah, but he's probably going to get out on parole. Probably. Yeah, I assume so. Catherine, I'm supposed to tell you from Joe in Louisville. Mm -hmm. Tell Catherine that I live in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. That's what he says. <laughs> but he also threw in here, this is from last week, though. Oh, no, excuse me, he's from yesterday. Melanie and I had Chipotle delivered to the house. A 20% tip is included in the amount. Chipotle delivered to your 70 house. 70 bucks? Eighty-seven dollars. Yep. Oh like, my God! What? I don't order food to be delivered anymore. Eighty-seven. Well, they put in—they put in like a fifteen-dollar delivery fee. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Plus, you have to tip the driver. So that's plus half seventy, right? There. Yeah, that's like doubling the uh, price of the meal. It's oh, were you talking it. about our cheap meal? Yes. Oh, okay. 
Are you calling I... this highway robbery? Uh, oh, <laughs> see, highway robbery. No, I got to I got to pass this along to people. Catherine and I went out to Mystic Lake on Wednesday. Was it done Saturday? We went out there to play a little uh, video blackjack, which Catherine won a dollar seventy-five. Oh, did I? Was big winner. But we had we both had a soup. We had. Um, we split a BLT, or a club we, sandwich, we, uh, which was gigantic, fries, gigantic fries, yeah. the whole deal. Our bill was 38 bucks. And I had a glass of wine. Hey, a glass of wine. 38 <laughs> bucks. And I had well, a the glass of wine I, was $30, to be fair, right? 30 yeah, the bucks wine. for the glass? No, it was like $7. Oh, you really? That, yeah. I was like, $7 for a glass of wine? What is happening here? I have not seen a bill under $100 in about three years. So I know. I'm, I'm like, we're just going to have to go to Mystic Lake and eat all our meals because it would be cheaper than going to the <laughs> well, grocery store. Because because they make more so money much to money. put in the slot machines. Yeah, That's exactly. That's all they want. That's true. And do they, do they have, do, do casinos have to pay sales tax? Nope. That's a sovereign nation. Yeah. Oh, that's probably ha- yeah. that's well, a big that's, part of it. Yeah, well, a big part of it is no taxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, true. no taxes, and yeah, part of the uh, the gambling expenses is included in your meal implicitly. Yeah, and they have I don't know how many restaurants there. Oh, a lot of them. And it wasn't yeah. smoky. Not at all. Because no. when you said let's go to the casino, I'm like, let's smoke. No, not no, anymore. I was like, this is all the ninety-year-old Asian men smoking have died. I just didn't see. Well, Andy. That's true. Andy. Get in trouble. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of Tim's way because Tim wants to talk a little Hollywood, I bet. It's that or old well, white Well, before I talk Hollywood, I, I have to know, Andy, I sent you an email for just a headline for Tom to read. <clears throat> and it's not so much the headline that's the shocker. It's where the headline is appearing. I think we're seeing a big shift here 
in uh, in the news culture. So if Tim, you can we find love that. the police. What are you talking about? We've always uh, did loved you the see police. It? No, I have not seen it. Ooh, somebody's calling in. Yes. Yeah. Who was that? That was Joe. He oh, said, that was Joe. Yes. Okay. He's on. Oh, Joe's on now. Okay. Yeah. How's the Commonwealth of Kentucky? Hot. <laughs> Not it's up hot here, man. Not up here. here. Not up here. I can guarantee you that. Freeze tonight or frost or we something. We might, yeah. Yeah, 35 degrees for the low tonight, no, Joe. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> so what's going on there, Chipotle? What's the latest? Well, I just want to talk about that. Uh, you know, when you talk about the delivery fee, that delivery fee is actually how the driver gets paid. Yeah. Well, but then there's also it the tip. Go to, it doesn't go to DoorDash or Grubhub or... Uber Eats, that money goes right to the driver. Oh, well that's good. As well as the tip. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, so, you now we sometimes, understand. Sometimes people will have, um, like Melanie and I have Dash Pass. So we don't pay for our delivery. Oh, okay. But we'll pay for, we'll give a guy a good sized tip. Mm. Oh, that's a good and, idea. A lot of times when they have a dash pass, DoorDash makes up the difference. That makes total sense. I appreciate the call, Palomino. You're welcome. I have a good day. You too. Bye. Joe in Louisville. Tim Lammers in Waverly. Wavetown, USA, baby. Wavetown, baby. <laughs> so they have so did you see the headline? Yes. Did you see the headline? The headline says, once nicknamed Murderapolis, the city that became the center of defund the police is grappling with heightened violent crime. There you go. Who, who and where, but where is it appearing, though? This is a big CNN. report. CNN. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my, my jaw Ooh. just dropped right down to the floor. <laughs> I, what? Well, they're trying to claim now they've always supported the police, yeah. which now is a flat out. Now they're saying lying. that it was the Republicans who wanted to defund the police. Yes, that's okay. what they're trying to claim now. I mean, he's lying scum. They yeah. also, my dad had CNN on the other day when I walked into his apartment, and it was talking about how white men are still not getting, they're, they're still not employed they're like that's the biggest group of unemployed people are white men well, yeah, everybody hates white men. yeah that's because every uh mega corporation won't hire them well what you get more esg bucks if they don't which by the way is racist <laughs> yeah well, they don't care refusing someone employment because of their skin color i don't care what color that is is racist you're basically going up to the devil and saying you're a meanie yeah they don't exactly. care they don't care <laughs> there you're right and the devil is a meanie, by the way. I'm here to tell well, you. Well, now, another CNN thing that happened, I was shocked. If you haven't seen this video, look it up or I can send it to you. Don Lemon had um, Lemon. a guest on. She was who, great. Who, who crushed his ass she when did. he suggested that the royals pay reparations. Yep. Oh, my God. She, she And him. he was so dumbfounded. All she said was, uh, thanks for the great conversation, and it was over with. Do you so remember you what she said? To him? Oh yeah, do you remember what she said to him? He said, uh, "We well, need, we need, we need to go all the way back to slavery situation. We need to go." Oh, and she goes, "You're absolutely right. We need to go into Africa and all those Africans who sold their brethren to other countries that they were enslaved. Those people need to pay the bills." 
So she pointed Ooh. out that this all started in Africa. Oh yeah, and which she it did. she was not she was not delicate about it too. She no, said they she were set what they were selling people on the beaches in cages. Yep. They to were. anybody that would come yep. and get them. Yep. Yeah. And it was their own people. Yeah. And so. then she also mentioned something about 2000 sailors, British sailors who died trying to uh, stop this yep because they abolished they were the first country to abolish slavery yep, yep. i think so yeah she says well maybe uh, uh they should be paying i don't know there was another interview i saw well maybe they should be paying reparations to the families of these two thousand sailors yeah. who died why not yeah boy i i was shocked and you know what you know who else kind of went on the same sort of um uh he went down the same route lately was bill maher i don't know oh if yeah bill maher that. absolutely he's doing a great job yeah, he, he went back in time and said, this is not a unique to the U.S. deal. This And then he went back to the beginning of time to yeah. talk about who all owns slaves. I mean, it was God. It's like, man, I don't know how that guy hasn't been canceled. We were the last country, or it wasn't even a country then. Well, I guess it was when we, we had slavery. We were a territory. Yeah. No, actually, we were a country after, when slavery Oh, you mean started. when slavery was abolished? No, when it started. No, it started before we were a country. Oh, I thought Well it, before. Oh, I did not know. I thought we only had slavery here for 80 years. No, it was a lot. Well, was America had it for 80 years, but we didn't exist before that, so oh, it doesn't I see count. You know, I see before that, saying. it was England yeah, by, right. yeah. for, by yeah, way of true. America, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So yeah, Don just... Lemon must have t- t- took on this deal because he thought, well, you know what? She's going to back down and we're going to yep. look like. Yep. And, and and she took it the other way. And God damn, what a, what a smackdown. That was a smackdown we it saw was. right there. It was a I smackdown. thought it was terrific. I thought she did a great job. Well, if you're going to start, if you're going to point fingers, you've got to point fingers at all the people. Yep. Everybody needs the finger pointed at them. And I just read a package like, on a package that this product was uh, doing everything it could to make it make it slave free, slavery free. Product. So, sl- yeah, product. A current product I purchased. Oh, okay. So, th- so slavery is going on currently oh. in the world. Oh, yeah. Right now, it's at its highest level in a uh, hundred years or something like that. I don't know. I think it might be ever. Well, one thing this woman pointed out was, and this was on a different, somebody interviewed her about the Don Lemon thing. And she said, you know, you want to know about slavery? She says, look at your phone. You know, how yep. is that manufactured? Where did the materials for that come from? Look at your lithium ion batteries. Where is that lithium coming from? Yeah. yeah. African slaves. That's true. Oh, my God. So, you yeah, got- yeah. that it, it, It's funny. How the tide has turned, certainly, it, it appears so. I still don't watch them. I don't watch Fox. I don't watch CNN. I don't, blame I don't you. watch MS. I don't watch any of it. It's just 100% across the board BS. Yeah. You know, they, they're they going to have to go a long way to earn my viewership back. I, I don't have time for it because right. it's all partisan, whether it's the left or the right. It, it's just all partisan. And then some claim that, well, we're by, we're. We're in the middle, you know. Give me a break. Yeah, no, for real. No, everyone thinks no. they're in the middle, and everyone else yeah, they is do. to the wings sure. of them. Yeah, we're, in, we're right now. We're at the high Jewish holidays, and it's oh, yeah, isn't it like Rosh Hashanah or whatever. and and what's going on is that I think they should get reparations from Egypt. Yeah, Egypt has a lot of reparations to give. They give. That's right. They should get reparations for them, and they should hit Germany up too. Hit Germany up for well, Germany's you know, already given tons they, and they tons. 
I want to tell my Pat Miles story because you brought up the mm-hmm. holiday. I love this story. She told me this story years ago. She was working, I believe, at Channel 4 at the time. And some guy was trying to get a hold of her for a news story, and he couldn't get a hold of her and couldn't get a hold of her. And so finally, he called the front desk, and he said, Look, I've been trying to get a hold of Pat Miles all day, and she's just not answering her phone. And I, I, I need to talk to her today. So how can I get a hold of her? Would you tell her to answer her phone, please? And the guy who answered the phone said, well, sir, it is, it's Rosh Hashanah. And the guy said, well, listen, Rush, I need to, t- <laughs> he thought the guy's name was Rush Hashanah. That would be a good name for like a Jewish uh, superhero or something. Yeah, Rush Hashanah. <laughs> that would be great. Actually, that should be the Hebrew Hammer's uh, alter ego. I love Pat Rush Miles. Hashanah. But, Rush you know, Hashanah. having said that, you know, Andy, there is a, a Jewish superhero yeah. that, that Marvel is bringing into the movies. Oh, yeah, that's And there's right. a lot of controversy. The Iron Dome? Over that ca- I, I'm not sure, but they're, I, it's, they're bringing the, the character in, and it's a lot different in the comic books, and they're going to tame it down substantially. Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight? Well, no, What's Moon Knight that? is the Egyptian, and no, they've done that already. Jewish. Um, you, you're right. That's right. No, you're absolutely right. I forgot about that. Um, cause, because, uh, that was just on with Oscar Isaac. He's, he's Jewish, but they really downplayed that for some reason. I don't get that, but there is another one that they're bringing into the movies, yeah, a Jewish superhero. Be? And it's been toned way back from, uh, from its resolve in the comic <clears throat> books until now. He doesn't um, get his I'll superpowers from eating a bagel anymore. <laughs> Was that actually a thing? No. <laughs> I'm saying, how do you tone down a Jewish, like the Jewishness of a superhero? It's like what he doesn't fight yeah. time on Sundays. That is, no, that is a good no, point. Saturday. Saturday. Oh, right. Sunday is the the Catholic one. Uh, let's see. I gotta find. Okay, Mark Spector is the first Jewish superhero. Yeah, that's Moon Knight. In Moon Knight. Yeah. In Moon Knight, but there's another one that's coming that uh, apparently uh, they had to really tone down. I'll find it. I'll send it to you. Huh. Well, how do we how do we know he's Jewish? Yeah, they're toning uh, it down. I, you know what? Unless you know the comic book history, I oh, I had no nice. idea until I read something about it. That's how much it's toned down in uh, Moon Knight. So if we're to assume that all all the other all the other super what was Thanos was, was, he, was he, yeah he, he, I think he was, was his own thing something what religion was he they're 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 not religious that's the whole point of that of that story is you're away from those sort of political things yeah, and that's religious like when, things what's the point it's like when people want to uh, introduce sexuality to a superhero that's otherwise basically asexual yeah 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 there you go it's like you know i don't really care who batman sleeps with thank you as long as it's not robin <laughs> not that there'd okay, be anything wrong the name with of that. the superhero is sabra Sabra? Uh, and I'm sending you the article in just a minute. I'll let you know. But yeah, yeah. And there's a big controversy about it. Alter Ego, the uh, Israeli superhero in Ruth Bat-Seraph. So, so she's a, so she's a Israeli as well. So I'm wondering if okay, the comments, there you she's go. like... I not... sent it to you. I emailed it to you. You can look at it. Yeah. You did. Okay. So we're going to get, take... get a superhero out of the Vatican? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wait, where's Red Shoes? He's got a uh, 
plexiglass dome around him so you can't shoot him. <laughs> Plexidome. Yeah, Plexidome, the uh, Catholic superhero. Wards oh, off man. bullets with a cross. Basically Castlevania. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. There it is, new MCU superhero. Here we go. It is loading. So when is this gonna? When are the films gonna release? Uh, I forget what it's coming. It's an upcoming um, Marvel film, probably in the next couple of years. It's they got so many of these projects in development at once. I don't know exactly when. Well, they, they, they you know they they sort of lost their you know they had they had the other group of superheroes. They had their that final trilogy or or the the final two movies where they were. Uh, where they finally defeated Thanos, and now they're just dragging up whatever now they can. Now it's just alternate universes and all sorts of... Uh, Trevor has a good point. The uh, the uh, warding off bullets with a cross and that kind of thing already exists. It's called Constantine. Really? Okay. Oh, I thought I made it up. <laughs> no, believe me, everything <laughs> has been done at this point, no matter how stupid. Yeah, but the, the, and that, so much of this, the, those, those, these new Marvel movies, are they're just the lesser... Characters, the lesser comic books, the least less popular. And they're just trying, they're trying to throw something up there to get a new franchise out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, and 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 really, the popularity has waned big time because you're right. Now, now that Iron Man spoiler yep. is dead, <laughs> you know, I mean, who is going to dare take the place of Robert Downey Jr. if they ever reboot the thing? I mean, you got to go a different direction, and uh, you know, you still have your Hulks and your She Hulk. Right now, within the Hulk oh, is part of so that. Oh, I hear She-Hulk? Yeah. She-Hulk. Actually, you know what? It's actually pretty funny. It's it's very light in tone. And and uh, that was the right way to go with it. It's just really goofy stuff. And I and I like it because of that. Some of Moon Knight was a lot more serious and very confusing. The backlash about Moon Knight is basically just because she's Israeli and we don't like that right now. Oh. Oh, you mean about Sabra? Oh yes, Sabra, not Moon Knight. The other, the other one. But yeah, I mean, people are just—it's mostly Twitter. They're just very anti-Israel. So she's Israeli, and therefore she's. Bad. Why is Twitter anti-Israel? Because Israel is anti-Palestine. Oh God, they just never going to get over it, are they? Right. Nope. It, how is that their business? Everything is everyone's business. No, I suppose everything is everyone's that's business. That's what globalism gets you. <clears throat> yeah, that's exactly Mr. right. Says, Sabra is a Mossad agent and police officer with superhuman strength and speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the comics she fought in the Palestine-Israeli conflict. So there you go. That's going to get some people's... Uh, yeah, didn't Captain America fight in like World War One or something? World War Two. World War Two. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you go. But, yeah, it's always something, isn't it? It is always. That's a good way to put it. It's always something. There's <laughs> well, no I just, question about it. I don't it. think human beings were meant to take on all of the troubles of the entire planet. No, we planet. absolutely yes. were not. Exactly. I just think it's too much. And I, I mean, have you, everybody's been seeing these videos of people just absolutely losing their minds in grocery stores, in lines. You know, somebody cuts in front of them and somebody says, hey, you can't cut in front of me. And the woman actually is shaking mm-hmm. and screeching like she's 
a demented demon. That's because it's, people have been paralyzed with fear and anger by constantly being told about every bad thing that happens I in know, the entire world. Exactly. I don't think that this is good for the human psyche to be, be taking on no, the entire not. globe's problems. It used it to just be, can't unless it be. happened in your city, maybe state. You probably didn't know about it unless it was like a really big deal. But right. now, every you know, every time a child is starving, you got to hear about it. And that's you know, right. there's eight billion people on Earth. That's a lot of starving kids, but you can't do anything about it. So well, and we've let, been doing let's go back to where forever. this conversation started. Who starts all of this? The news media. Mm-hmm. But it, wait, wait, wait. No, it's all about fear. There is something you can do about this. Don't watch the silly news. I well, don't. That's what I, said. I don't watch. I can't. I can't do it anymore. No, it's awful. Well, it's interesting because, like I said, about that thread about the L.A. Times and how his, you know, bougie activist socialist daughter has set the tone for all of L.A. pretty much with her reach, even though nobody's wa- nobody reads it. It's terrible circulation. Everybody thinks it's a terrible paper. But still, they have a lot of influence on people. Is it the L.A. Times? The L.A. Times, yeah. Well, how can they have influence if no, influence on people if no one reads it? Because how does that because they can still get stories out there online, and 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 yeah. it's it's you know everybody's copy paste. So, okay, so L.A. Yeah. Times prints something, and then all of a sudden it's all over the place, even if it's a crap newspaper. And it's not even well, a newspaper; it's just a propaganda rag. That's right. all these papers are now. All it well, is. and here's the other thing to, to account for that, Catherine. I mean, it could start with the L.A. Times and Ralph. It could be a smaller uh, amount of people buying it, but then people pick and choose and then they distort whatever they want on social media. Right. So then that the, 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 it, that grows from there. You know, that's that's how I think it really starts is it, it doesn't matter that the circulation's down. It no. just takes one person taking something and interpreting it in any way they want to interpret it, right or wrong, and it's out there, and, and then it grows on things like Twitter. Twitter is such of an awful platform. God, is oh, it terrible. It is. Terrible. Yes, it is. It's about as bad as it gets. But it's also a wonderful little uh, lens into politics and how it all works. Yeah. Because you do have both sides bitching nonstop. Mm-hmm. You can see both sides of the story, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I will tell you this, though. Uh, America's looking pretty good stacked up against the rest of the world. And uh, I'll tell you what, what I mean by that. Um, guy walked into a bar in Brazil. Okay. He's out there. He That's walks never in, a good idea. He walked into a bar in Brazil uh, and asked a question. The uh, newspaper O Povo reported that witnesses told police a man entered a bar in the city of Cascavel on Saturday and said, who is voting for De Silva on the October 2nd election? Uh-oh. A man said, I will, and the other man stabbed him to death. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, my God. I mean, just, just was it a crime over, of passion? Who you're going to vote for, you get stabbed to death. I think Brazil is the highest murder rate in the entire world. So I mean, They do it at times, yeah. It's pretty high. Yeah, it is really high. It's you pretty... know what, Tom? When you started this, you said a guy walks into a bar in Brazil. I thought you were going to tell a joke. thought it was a joke. A guy walks into a bar. <laughs> it's, it's frightening. Boy, that's really, really scary. So He gets stabbed Ooh. to death over who you're going to vote for. I mean, my God, are we nuts. We are completely uh, insane. There's no question about it. Well, I, be, I began this conversation with what I, what I thought was hope, because, again, and you find you know, CNN <laughs> taking a centrist position. I don't know. I don't know how, what it's going to take to get everybody back to the, 
back to, to the, the level of sanity because oh, it would be wonderful. Well, like you said, if, if we just stop consuming the news, they're going to have to do something different. Can't sell it forever. Yeah, well, well that's one, true. One thing that I said, and I probably said it here before, and I know I said it on the KQ Morning Show, how I'm looking for a cave to live in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my wife actually did find a place where there, I think it's northern Minnesota, where part of the, it was a house, and it also included a cave that had Wi-Fi. So <laughs> I like it. There you go. You'll hide Move out. to Iceland. So my Iceland. dream is coming true. You can move to Iceland. Iceland has tons of caves. As a matter of fact, that's that where most true. people lived. And I think the last family crawled out of a cave in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. And they're warm because of the um, thermal yep. Oh, yeah. Thermal energy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And humid. They've got that nice humid air in the cave because they've got a, a vent of nice God, warm air. Lizards. Yeah. I mean, that's I, that's where a lot of people lived for I'm sure. a long time. So that would be free, free heat. That's yeah, right. free heat. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I do wonder sometimes. It's like 200 years ago, how did people live in Minnesota? Oh, God. I can't even like imagine. Like negative 10? Well, they Even had... if there's a fire right next to you, half of you is going to be frozen. So it's like, what do you do? Wasn't it like sod houses or something? Didn't they make oh, yeah, but... or peat? I don't know. Well, I don't they... know how they. Lived. Yeah, how did they insulate it? Or did they? Or could I they? Don't, don't don't think they did. God, that must have been a cold. little house on the prairie. If people. you run out of wood, what you just die. Uh, yeah, you have to have water and you have to have heat. I cannot imagine wanting to do that. Man. No. That must have been a pretty miserable existence. I know it's like how crappy was their life that they came from, that they ended up here, and that they it got down to negative ten, and they were like, "Yeah, this is an improvement. (laughs) This is much better. I'll live here. This is much better." Maybe they came here in like May, and they were like, "Hey, this place is pretty nice." And then it was too late. Weeny things people bitch about today. Oh, Oh, I know. No, you're absolutely right. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. 
How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant you were talking about news delivery and all the rest of it and the upper left corner, when you go to news websites, the upper left corner is the top story of the day, right? Okay. So the Star Tribune today, the headline, Appeals Court states racially imbalanced school system is not intentional. What the hell does that mean? I guess you'd have to read the story. On several levels, I don't know what the hell I mean. An attorney for the plaintiff says he plans to take the case to the state Supreme Court. So I don't know. I didn't read the story, but the story goes on and on and on, so I really can't read it on the show. Oh, it's, but. Is it, well, I don't know. Who, who's the plaintiff? Uh, I will find out for you. I'll click on the story, and I'll, I'll read uh, a bit of it. I'll put my well, glasses if I can add something about that newspaper quickly, yesterday at one point I looked at it. There was nowhere to be seen the, the, the Feeding Our Future story because you know how that thing is starting to yep. get bigger yep. and bigger. It's like, well, I thought that, you know, didn't a judge call out certain state officials and all yep. that? Why, why is it not appearing in the Star Tribune? That's pretty interesting. So then I went around to all of the different um, uh, news sites, uh, the Pioneer Press, nothing. Um, the, news, the, the, the actual news stations, uh, Channel 4, Frank, had a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, five didn't seem. I, I think they had something. Eleven had something. I didn't check um, Fox Nine. So it was interesting how that story didn't appear on the newspaper sites yesterday, at least for a time. Now maybe, again, I don't sit there all day looking for if if something's appearing on the Star Tribune. But it is curious that that you don't have any mention at all of that major major story. Well, right now I think they're trying to sort out the problem is is that Waltz was blaming a judge saying the judge ordered them to keep making payments and the judge is saying no that isn't true. So, I think they're trying to figure out who's lying. Somebody's, Somebody's lying. lying. There you go. And then the Minnesota Department of Education, they also are involved with it and they're trying to shift the blame on other people and other people are trying to shift the blame on them so it's a great big huge right. bowl of spaghetti that somebody's got to sort out somehow it's really great though when a judge and the governor are arguing over who's lying <laughs> that's yep. not good news is it yes it's not good news Jesus. well it's funny yeah that- and the judge actually issued a, a a rare deal where he issued some sort of um press release or something about it calling out Walls and, and Ellison, I think. Oh, now Ellison right. is saying, oh, no, no, we were working with the FBI. I don't know. Again, who, who's to, who do you believe Well, that's in all the problem. And then um, Fry, who appointed a, one guy that's really enmeshed in this whole thing it, for two or three different positions yeah. on, 
Yeah. He did, yeah. I mean, and Betsy Hodges, she had this little snarky tweet about how you can say what you want about me when I was mayor, but at least I never was involved in a $250 million scandal and appointed mm. people in my cabinet or something like that. Oh. And what's interesting, though, is she, when she was mayor, we had a $150 million fraud scandal with the daycare people. Oh. Yeah, that's right. And oh, I have no idea if she up. had anybody um, in her cabinet because... Uh, the story just went away. I yep. think one person went to jail over the, over the daycare. It's all Minnesota. 150 million that they know of. It's probably more. People were buying interests. They were buying a piece of daycares, mm-hmm. and getting payola. Because it was just like, uh, nobody's going to ask anything about nope. it. If they do, we just cry racism, and we'll just they'll just give us more money. If you say, pull the R card, you're going to get more yep, money. That's Minnesota. And, that's, uh, and Betsy Fitz, <laughs> Betsy. <laughs> Hodges. The other, she, the other, the yeah, other Betsy. <laughs> um, she, she was uh, very, very pro all of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yes, she was, absolutely. After we had her on the show, and she was like, oh, let's go get back to the middle. Yeah. That's all she ever talked about was getting back to the middle. Yeah, and then she as soon went as she got way elected. Way left. Yep. Yeah, she was. Went way, way left. There's a story uh, nationally, Andy, if you could find it, that would be great. There's a story out this morning about some $10,000 checks that are being given to people. And uh, tons and tons and tons of them have gone out. And they can't get any of them back. And you know why? They're, the, the, the people get to keep the 10. Now, some people, you would get 10,000. I don't, I don't remember what it was for. But you would get $10,000. But all these people use different names, different addresses, different uh, everything. So they got several $10,000 mm-hmm. checks, right? Wow. They're not going to prosecute any of them. You know why they're not going to prosecute them? No. Because it costs more than $10,000 to prosecute them. So uh, they would lose money uh, by trying to get the 10000 back. <clears throat> what kind of system do we have in this country? It's a sad system. It just really sucks, doesn't it? Did you find anything on that, Andy? I don't know what it was about. No, I did not. I just, I don't get it. I really don't understand why we just continue on. They're not going to go after any of them because it would cost too much money to get the $10,000 back. That's what happens when you have to have five layers of bureaucracy for everything. that's exactly right. That's exactly it. So what else you got, Timmy? Well, I am going to actually review the movie Blonde on the KQ Morning Show uh, coming up this week. It uh, has been playing in theaters, limited release to qualify for Oscar stuff. And uh, you need to see it. It's on Netflix starting today. It's one of those deals. They, they wanted to get it in theaters to qualify it, but it is the story and the very depressing story of Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really? Who plays Marilyn? Uh, Anna Diarmas, who is brilliant. Who? I will tell you that much. Anna, she she was in. She's she's been in a lot of things. Uh, Knives Out. Did you see Knives oh, Out? Oh yeah, Knives Out. We saw. She that. was the nurse to oh, Christopher Palmer's okay. character. She was in the last uh, James Bond movie. Uh, terrific actress. You also have uh, Bobby Cannavale as oh, like Joe him. DiMaggio. <clears throat> oh. Uh, you might not like Joe DiMaggio after this oh, one. Oh, I understand. He was a raging prick. Yep. And then you have uh, Adrian Brody as Arthur Miller, who really too. does come off as a good guy. And then there's the scenes with JFK. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hmm. 
And uh, yeah, so I'll I'll talk about all that. But I like you know. Here's the problem, Tom. Here it is, Catherine. I don't know how you are with it, but two hours and fifty minutes. That's two the length of the movie. Two hours and fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. Wow. Hours, yeah. Like, my God. It's, but but again, it is on Netflix. So I mean, take a break, hey. have some dinner. No, that's true. over three I days. I finally got Tom to watch uh, the Elvis movie. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's close. Mm-hmm. That's two hours thirty nine. So. Yeah. It is the uh, is, is this 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 movie about Marilyn Monroe? Is this the one that's the the rapey one? Uh, yes. Oh, oh it's rapey. There you go. Yeah, and just, you know what? No. Uh, I got sad. bad intel. I I because this is rated um, NC seventeen, and I'm watching the movie. And yeah, I mean it is. I, I've seen. Believe me, I've seen a lot worse. You know, with the sexual violence in in our movies. I'm thinking what. Okay, they let a lot of this slide in an R. Why, why is this? And then there is one clear scene. I don't understand why the filmmaker had to go there, but he did. Where I could see why they rated it NC-17. I won't say what it is, but it's disgusting. Mm. And, and they didn't need it. And again, I think they could have done the scene without it. They still could have done the scene. The scene could have come off and had the same sort of impact. Because there's only one clear scene to me where it's like, okay, I get it now. I get where it crossed the line. So, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's one giant tragedy of Marilyn Monroe and how she was a victim of abuse from the get-go. You know, as a young child and her mother who was unstable. Now, here's the thing to point out about this movie. It's half fact half fictionalized. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, the way I kind of look at the story is like, hey, look, even if this is half true, which is kind of the case, it's half true, it's it's an enormous tragedy. No no way you you could slice it any way. It's a it's a tragedy. What this woman went through, it's a shame. So yeah, I mean even take out all the fake stuff, it's still enormously depressing. So, yeah, I, I'd like for you to see it, Tom. Catherine, get them on it. You can get them into those three-hour deals. It's on Netflix. Um, and, and, and watch it because, again, it, this is the movie people are going to be talking about. It, no doubt, will be in the awards conversation, uh, at least for Anna D.R. Moss. And uh, the filmmaking is unique. I will, I will say that much. So, yeah, interesting film. There's no doubt about it. What's the name of the movie? Blonde. Blonde. Okay, excellent. Yeah, yeah, and I do believe with today, wait, today's 27th, 28th? 27th. Okay, I guess it starts tomorrow. The 28th, I think it starts. You can check the day. Usually the new movie stuff, I thought it started um, on the 28th. You know what is out today, and I'll be reviewing this one also. I haven't seen it. (laughs) Straight to video, The Munsters. Oh, I want to see The Munsters. So yeah, that that those are be my two picks for is this Fred, week. Fred Gwynn in it? No, no, this is the Damn Rob it. Zombie version. Oh God, that's yeah. gonna suck. Then his movies are <laughs> terrible. Unless they God. they dug up Fred Gwynn and reanimated him. Yeah, or something. that's true. That's he very is, true. Hey, he is Herman Munster. He was Herman Munster, baby. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I'm guessing he didn't live terribly long. Lily. Oh, I'm sure he didn't. He was a big fella too. Oh, well, yeah. All I remember, the, the last thing I saw him in was Pet Cemetery. I think I was 80. Yeah. In the 80s. Yep. 87. He died something. in 1993 at age 66. Oh. Wow. Which isn't 
as young as I was expecting. I mean, well, he oh, he wasn't even actually that tall. Okay. But he wasn't? He was 6'5". Well, 6'5 is pretty, but he I mean, was very broad-shouldered, too. I was expecting, I mean, they yeah. depicted him as if he was like, you know, 7'6". Well, right? did you see the, the soles on those Munster shoes yeah. he was wearing? Yeah. yeah that's Bad thing. boys were about six inches thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, if he was that tall, you know, you don't live too long, but... No, that's true, yeah. unfortunately. Tallest man ever died at 27. And the funny thing is he died completely unrelated to his height. Is that right? He oh, died. I thought the height killed him. He died of a foot infection. Oh, really? Robert Wadlow. Who did? Yeah. yeah, Robert Wadlow. Yep. There you go. Robert Wadlow. He stubbed his toe, got infected, died. Was he like eight foot seven or something? God, I stub my toe all the time. I need yeah, to worry about infections. Well, you live in the era of antibiotics. He died in 1940. Yeah. I didn't know you could get an infection from stubbing your toe. You can get an infection from anything. Anytime the skin breaks, you can get an infection. Oh, great. Uh, He died at the age of 22 at 8 foot 11. 8 foot 11? And he was still growing at that time. So if he hadn't died, he would have just kept on growing. Nine feet tall. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, 439 pounds. He still couldn't dunk a basketball. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate. That's probably because he could barely walk. (laughs) That's probably true. Well, I'm going to throw a name out there. I don't know how tall he was, but Andy, you could look it up. Rondo Hatton. Oh, I loved Rondo Hatton. The creep, the creeper. <laughs> oh, man. He was the creeper. Yeah, he, he had acromegaly, so he must have been pretty tall. He was also really homely. Well, yeah, that's Aww. one thing about acromegaly is, yeah. He was 50. He's only 50 no, he's 41. 40. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there we go. 51. Yep, 51, not, uh, not terribly old. Let's and see. how tall was he? I don't know. Hat and height. Uh, five foot eight. That's all. What? Five foot eight. Five foot nine. That's it. I thought. I thought he was a big guy. Yeah, apparently not. Well, back in those days, five foot eight was taller than most people. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, yeah, because acromegaly usually makes you very tall, I thought. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. The, the hormone release does that. The growth hormone release yeah, does that. Yeah, but he was, I mean, that's part acro. That's part of the name. Yeah. But, I mean, he could have been, uh, what do you call it, denutrialized. Malnourished, that's Something. it. Yeah, right. Something. Was... I always thought Rondo Hatton was like six foot eight or something. That's weird. So he's a foot shorter than that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, he didn't get acromegaly until he was older. Oh, really? Uh, it probably was like a tumor or something yeah, pushing oh, yeah. on his pituitary. Yeah, it uh, didn't happen until, let's see, after World War One. it says. And he was born in 1894. So he would have been like, what, 30? That's about it. Yeah, so that's why he wasn't tall. All right, Timmy, have a magnificent day. We'll talk to you on Thursday on the queue, right? It's uh, yes, yes. So the monsters and uh, blonde. I do believe it starts streaming tomorrow on Netflix. So okay, I'm, I'm going to ask you on the way out. Why didn't Elvis Presley and Marilyn Monroe ever date? That's a good question. Talk about two at the height of fame. Yeah, I, I would. I was. I always assumed those two would get together, but they never did. Maybe maybe Colonel Tom insisted on them not dating. Who that knows? Could be. That is. All righty. Right. Everybody have a great week, Tommy. We'll talk Thursday. Sounds great, Timmy. Thank you. Yeah. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what do you think of that action? I like it.
Ooh, I'm looking at a picture of Rondo Hatton. They all, they, they, a lot of the pictures they have him uh, lit from under his chin. Oh, yeah, that doesn't help. That does not help oh, you. Make I mean, him look just, spooky yeah, or something. Spooky. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice he was a, so let me know when uh, she's great ready face, to go. Great face. I mean, you're, oh, yeah, you're, you're very, very... And a great voice, too. We had that kind of deal going. It is interesting. You don't really see that. At, well, but I suppose things like that would be treated these days. Yeah. You would do the radio frequency. They just slide by slide a little thing. And yep. Yeah. And that, he probably was untreated his whole life. They, go, they can go through your sphenoid sinus, in through your nose. Mm. Or in, what? Crazy. Wait a minute. What? Well, it's better than drilling a burr your, your, hole. Your, your, your pituitary <laughs> gland is at the base of your brain. Right. The base of your brain is directly behind, or if you're going from front to back. It's it's you go through the sphenoid sinuses through your nose. It's mostly directly through to the base of your brain, and that's where you put the little electrode. And oh, or they do sure they can excise some of those things too. So yep, twenty first century. It's a dream come true. Is all it sounds. nice. It's nice not being born in the eighteen hundreds. Yes, <laughs> I would have. Isn't it? Can you imagine being reasons. born like back in the twelve thirteen hundreds? Would you live to be about seventeen? Well, I can tell you this much. Uh, um, actually, Kristen can join in the fun here. I love it. Fun in air quotes. So when America was founded, what percentage of children do you think reached adulthood? Wait a minute. Oh. Run that by me again. So when America was founded, 1776, what percentage of children reached adulthood? 50. 70. I'm going to go with 38. Um, I'm going to go... 55. Yeah. Ralph was dead on. 50%. Half of kids reached adulthood. Half? That's it. Yep. That's terrible. Well, that's why people had eight, nine kids. You know, you no, have eight kids, die, only yeah. four is going to make it to adulthood. Wow. Yep. That's that is very, crazy. very true. My, gra my grandmother lost a set of twins and uh, another child. So she lost three ch children. Uh, and she had eight. She, so she had. Uh, yeah, there you go. Another set of twins, and then yeah. she had set, actually, my mom had seven and siblings. She was, she was probably born, what, well over 100 years oh, after the founding oh, yeah. of the country. So. Yeah. yeah, my grandma yeah. had nine, and all of them survived. That's pretty good. Yeah. Nine! <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of kids. Oh, was she God. German? Get it? Nine? <laughs> Just too nine. many children. Anywho, Kristen Bird now joins us. Kristen, I have to ask you a question. Yes. What time do you get up in the morning? For heaven's sake. My body naturally gets up at six, so but sometimes depending on work, sometimes I get up at a little bit earlier, like five. And Jesus. Yeah, I'm an organizer. I'm one of those that love to get up early. Clearly, What's you wrong love with you? to get up early. It's genetic. I, my grandmother, my dad, <laughs> like my dad's side of the family, I just inherited that early to rise gene. Oh, huh. No, thank you. Why did you ask? I asked because I'm gonna. The way it looks right now, and I'm not, I don't, I didn't, you know, I'm going to get it all I'm taken gonna, care I'm of gonna, after I'm December gonna, 23rd, uh, December 23rd, <laughs> it'll all be taken care of, but it looks like I may be doing up to three shows after I leave KQRS. So it's, you're not, you're unretiring like Tom Brady. I never, never retired. I was never going to retire. They just kept saying that. that. I don't know Misinformation given out by right. people. Right. Well, it's just like Tom Brady is like retiring, not retiring. Yeah. Don't call it retirement. Yeah. yeah. You're Tom Brady. You're the Tom Brady of radio. Yep. He is. Both of our mothers Tom were born Brady, in the though. same town. Did you know that? I did not know that. That Tom Brady's mother and my mother were born in Browerville, Minnesota, a town of about 200 people. 
That's a pretty high uh, success rate then. <laughs> there was something in the water there. There was something in the water. You could either BS or throw a football. If I was Tom Brady, I would absolutely retire. What is he, like 45? Yeah. And he has how many hundreds of millions of dollars? Oh, a lot. Oh, that's not, that's. And his wife is worth more than him. Yeah, exactly. Together, they have a huge amount of money. And also, he does not look well. If you've been following any of his press conferences. That's true. Football's hard on you. I mean, I've never seen him so, like, skeletal and looking hollowed out. He looks very stressed out with Mm. what's going on personally and... I would just say, you know, just take a step back. It's okay. You yeah, don't for real. need another Super Bowl championship. It's not worth it. Well, the, the thing is, is he's not doing it. Like so many entertainers who are entertaining into their 90s, you know, they th- that's not why they're doing it. No, it has not. nothing to do with the money. It has to do with that adulation mm-hmm. and, the, and the drug or the endorphin release in your brain as a result of that that you get nowhere else. And that's, I mean, there's, there's probably nothing more exciting than playing a game of football at his level. I yeah. I just can't imagine That's how stimulating intellectually. I mean, just his skill set is such that I think it just stimulates him in such a uh, a broad, complete way. That's why he's doing it. I get my endorphins from being left alone for long periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily playing video games. The exact games. opposite of Tom Brady. There you have it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so let me ask you one more question. Wait, wait, wait. Are you going to tell us about all the three jobs you're going to have, Mr. Tom Brady of Radio? Can't really talk about that yet, but I... They're I'm, all very oh, theoretical at this point. <laughs> they're theoretical. Like, like, they're not theoretical. I'm they're mythical. to everybody, so you're all like, what is it? Okay, I have a question for you. One more question, then I'll shut up, I promise. No, he yeah. won't. Okay. What do you do from 2 to 4 in the afternoon? Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, is it Central Time or is it... No, no, 2 to 4 uh, L.A. time. L.A. time? I actually finish up work at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Did you know that? I did not know that. So you can go to bed at 5, right? You know what? I'm not much of a sleeper, you guys. I go to bed at like 11 or 12. Jeez. Jeez. The reason I asked that, by the way... I take a nap, that's all. Well, that's a good thing. The reason I asked that is because... One of the people I am probably going to end up working with asked me all about you. He loves you on the podcast. Well, that's exciting. Who, who, do, I'm, but you're going to be super vague. You're not going to tell me who it is. Well, I can't or what tell you yet, but I will tell you in three months. Something like in that. In three months. Okay, great. Yep. So, but he, he, don't he hold thinks, your breath. I said, what are you, deaf? You think she's a supreme talent? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why he likes you, because you laugh at stuff like that. He's telling me not to hold my breath. He's like, please do not hold your breath for the next three months. <laughs> no, but it's, I don't know. You know speaking he, of uh, time zones and waking up before sunrise, are we doing fallback this year? Didn't we pass a bill that said we're not? Oh, I don't know. I thought they were working I, on I that. I think it's taking, I think we have like another cycle. So I, th- oh. I believe, if I'm correct, we have like this fall and yeah. next spring. And then that's, that's it. it. That's it. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay. Yeah. okay. So once it changes back next spring, it's going to stay there. I think so, yeah. I think there's, yeah, yeah no more change. We're going to be permanent daylight savings time. So we are going to be an hour ahead of the rest of the hemisphere, basically. Okay. Or world, I mean, if you think about it. So it'll stay light here that. in the summer till what, 10 o'clock at night or what? Well, I mean, it'll be like 5.30. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, in, in summer? Yeah, no. it'll Well, in summer it'll be as it was. Yeah. We're just not going to go back for the winter. So 
So it'll be light till about six o'clock at night. Yeah, about that. That'll be Which good. Will be something. Although it'll be the sunrise won't be till like nine p.m. or nine a.m. Right. So right. there is that. But whatever. Well, the sun rises now at seven, so it will be eight a.m. You're right. It will be. Well, you know, actually, dead of winter. You're right. It'll probably be close to nine a.m. Yep. Yeah, you're right. But Ooh. nah, I'm not up anyway. It is absolutely true. Me and Gelfand are hundred uh, percent benefit from this decision. You and Gelfand benefit the most of anybody, yeah, exactly. I would imagine. Why, uh, yeah, we're not up at 9 a.m. anyway, so uh, what does it matter to us? If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in Pocket Casts, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com because life is expensive enough. So, Kristen, the man who, man who really likes you, his name is Bob. So what do you got for Bob today, Kristen? What about Bob? <laughs> what about <laughs> Bob? No, he just he, he really likes you. He, th- he thinks you're a very I, – I argued with him, but he wouldn't listen to me. You should argue with him, um, but I still win in the end, right? You still win, <laughs> yes. That's exactly right. But, so are uh, you going to, like, text me, like, a little hint or something? I'll like call you. Okay. That'll be good. But, right. uh, yeah, things are things are moving forward. And, uh, well, I that's just, exciting for you. Congratulations. Well, see, I really can't talk business with anybody because I'm still under contract to KQ. So once that ends, then I'll be able to talk more about it. You got your how, how are you feeling about, like, because this is kind of like your last fall with KQ. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, I imagine there's a lot of nostalgia and feelings and emotions. Yes, it's getting really weird now because we're down to about two and a half months, actually, a little over two and a half months. Yeah, it's coming up. And it's starting to get really, really weird because I've been, I've been on that show more than half my life. Yeah, that's amazing. You've been on that but show my whole life. Yeah, yep. All those listeners that have have gone through all these milestones with you. Yep. you know, the kids growing up, the grandkids coming around. I mean, yeah. that's amazing. I know, and they just uh, they did what they did, and I'm moving on, and good for them. But That's you know what? I, I this is say. this is something I think about, and we're kind of going through something here in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, the the loss of like all of your local personalities, yeah, um, yep. especially whether it's radio, whether it's TV, and we just had a big situation. I don't know if it reached because it's been pretty big news over here in Los Angeles, but KTLA 
um, didn't allow Lynette Romero, who was a weekend anchor, to say goodbye because she's moving over to NBC. Right. And then her yeah. co-anchor, Mark um, Mester, went and like supported her and said, hey, she should have gotten a goodbye. Right. They wound up doing a little rogue on the air. They wound up firing him. And everyone is just like doing a whole boycott KTLA. I mean, it's a PR nightmare for the station, honestly. And but it, it it says something about your longtime anchors and your TV personalities and your radio personalities and how much they figure into your day to day. And we're losing that. Yeah, everything's nationalized at this point. The personalities yeah. that anyone cares about are, you know, on talk shows or on TV shows or whatever. There's no like, yeah, I can't really name any big local I can name a lot of local names because they come into the show all the time but it's like people who everyone knows about and everyone watches that's not really a thing anymore yeah it's been a few it's been about 10 years of just rotating anchors used to be the same anchor not anchors reporters yeah reporters yeah same ones all the time and now all of a sudden you you turn on the news Monday there's somebody Thursday somebody else (laughs) you don't even know who it is anymore that's very true yeah, I remember in Boston, I mean, uh, we had Bruce Schwegler, who was our meteorologist on NBC, on WBZ in Boston. He came to our school once just to talk weather and whatever, and he gave away, like, his little you know, news headshot. And it literally was like Tom Cruise dropped yep. into our auditorium. It was so cool. And you were like, Mom, Bruce Schwegler was at our school today. I mean, they were <laughs> local heroes. It was amazing. Yep. You saw and them I on don't TV. think you would have that same thing now. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. Well, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but yeah, that's how it is. I mean, how many people even have a local antenna anymore? Very few. I, I can name one person, and it's my grandpa. Yeah. So Going on 96. Yeah. Going on, yeah, it'll be 96 antennas in a couple are just of weeks. Like, he has rabbit ears? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, they're wow. not rabbit ears, but, you know, they're functionally rabbit ears. Okay. Well, yeah, it's it's some Except, sort of an antenna thing with ra- rabbit ears on it. It's like a black box, and it's got the two antennas sticking out. Well, yeah, I suppose it does, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but the box itself, it's like it's not on top of the TV like it used to be. No, it's sitting in his flower pot next to the window. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I, I like Making it. those flowers nice and mutated. Works for me. That's all I got to say. No question about it, but yes, Kristen. Oh, so Tire Carver has an antenna and no cable, but I don't have cable either. So. Boy, a lot of people have gotten rid of cable. Yeah, that's the other thing. Now, people don't only not have antennas; they also don't have cable. So it's like you can't get any of these local shows anymore. Really, you can on streaming. Sometimes it depends on if they do it. Oh, really? Because our our streaming does all the local no, channels. I mean, that, no. If, you, yeah, you see, you don't have cable. You don't have cable TV, but you still have the cable, which gives you your Internet access. Well, yes, I have the physical cable, but I don't have cable TV. Okay, don't have cable TV. And a but, lot of people don't anymore. Yeah. Well, of course. Well, it, there's no point in it. I mean, they, they yeah. lost the boat. They wouldn't let people subscribe yeah. to the things they wanted. And once, uh, once fiber optic Internet becomes the norm, people aren't even going to have that copper cable. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... And I don't, I don't... Can TV be transmitted through fiber optic? I don't even know. Well, sure. Yeah. Digital is digital. It doesn't yeah. matter what it goes through. Yeah. It doesn't care what pipe it comes through. That's what we have in Florida, as a matter of fact. We have a fiber optic. It's cable. all fiber optic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've never had fiber is. optic anything before. <clears throat> so you have fiber optic in the back into your, into your, uh, into TV, into your uh, apartment? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. have for a long time. Yeah, that's ah. the whole, whole it's really building. Nice. It's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And this time, because I won't be a KQRS anymore, we don't have to share the, uh, the line. Oh, that's right. There's not going to be any broadcast from Florida, huh? 
Nope. Wow, look at that. That's all, well, it's all going to be podcasting. Yeah? Huh. I didn't even think about that. What are so, you going to do with all that equipment? I don't, hopefully they'll come and get hopefully it. Hopefully they will, because, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot in there. But I don't know. I, they probably just leave it there, because what are they going to do with it? Right? I don't know. Some of that, I think, is... It's also old. Still can't believe well, the, that, that he Yeah, died. that Commander G3, that's uh, pretty old. That's pretty old. Yeah, they'll just leave it there. I can't believe he died, though. Do they, Two of our engineers died Do they died ever figure out month. why, and if so, can you what? even say so publicly? I don't. I heard. I just heard his heart. He had a heart problem or something, oh, which I never saw coming. Huh. Yeah, two of our engineers, our form, well, one our current engineer, one of our former engineers, died within about three days of each other. I'd be looking, I'd be taking a Geiger counter into the server room in KQ. <laughs> I guess so, man. Like, what the hell? But in any case, so what's, is there anything new coming up for this fall since fall is here? What should we I'll tell you what I'm watching. Oh, and okay. It is gruesome. Um, but it's really good, and that is Dahmer, which is on Ooh. Netflix. Oh, Nana. And, I, you know, I'm a true crime junkie. I will admit to this, and I had to, and I, and I also like to binge watch. I had to take a pause about two and a half episodes in because I was like, and it's not it's not the, the gore or anything else like that. It's just the fact that this was a true story. Yeah, he was a messed up, uh, messed up fella. Yeah, he kind of was. He is, and it, it, the roots go all the way back to his childhood yep, and his sure upbringing. Um, his mother had mental illness that was undiagnosed for a long time, and his parents divorced and, and all of those situations, and he clearly was troubled from a young age. But it's it's just so intense. Um, and I didn't remember a lot of the details of the Dahmer case. I'll be honest. No. I was very aware of, like, who he was and, and how he died and um, – but the details of all of all of his victims, it is, mm-hmm. it, it's wild. But I will tell you that Evan Peters does a great job at really capturing Dahmer's intensity. And Niecy Nash, Niecy Oh, yeah, Nash, I heard she's terrific. Oh, my goodness. That's she plays um, Dahmer's neighbor. And I will tell you, this incredible talent is so underrated because she is also in Never Have I Ever, doing a great job on the comedy side. And then just diving into this really deep, dramatic role. I actually tweeted her. I don't usually do this. And I tagged her. And I was like, oh, my God, Nisi. And she did get back to me and say thank you. But I, I, it was she's just so good. And I was like, cause when you look at a, a show like this, too, you know it's all about Jeffrey Dahmer. You know it's all about Evan Peters who plays it. And right, like, right. She is matching him every step of the way. It's incredible. Do you suppose in 100, 200 years they're going to look back at how we live right now and they're going to be like, can you believe they didn't have the magic brain pill that makes you sane? Yeah. They just had serial killers running around, <laughs> exactly. people hallucinating everywhere. How did you even live? Now, I have a question for you, Kristen. Didn't he take most of those men back to his apartment and that's where he killed them? Yes. Well, he was and the one who drilled holes in their brain, right? Yes. What? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Yep. And here's the interesting thing. His neighbor, and this is very well documented, because I went to see, I, I did a little deep dive. I'm like, how much is this, like, the Hollywoodization of this story? The neighbor that Niecy Nash plays was consistently calling the cops and saying, hey, this is, you know, there is something weird going on. Please investigate this. They would come down. And Dahmer was convincing enough, like, oh, this is my boyfriend. It's just a lover's fight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all, there was... It also wasn't a time where people were like, I think the cops were like, oh, it's just like two men fighting, a lover spat. They just didn't want to get involved. 
Well, and psychopaths um, are also superficial charm is one of the defining characteristics of a psychopath. Yeah, which basically means you charming, can convince but he was people. Odd. He definitely wasn't charming, but he, he wasn't like Ted Bundy. Charming. Well, superficial charm is different from actual charm. Superficial means you can basically convince people to leave you alone and, you know, like. Eddie Haskell. Yeah, Eddie exactly. Haskell, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. not like actual being like, you know, uh, Mr. Suave. It's about knowing how to manipulate people into doing or saying what you want. Okay, Kristen, got to tell you a great story. And our listeners have heard it before. Thanks for your patience on this, but. The day the Dahmer story was revealed, I was on the air at KQRS. And uh, our special guest in studio was Kevin Meany. You remember the very funny Kevin Meany, the comedian? He was in studio, and I will never forget this. The story comes across, and I said, oh, my God, Kevin, the story's weird. How many people did did Dahmer kill? Like 25 or something? Yeah, I don't know the exact number. But Andy, like, we're going to leave that to you to look up. He uh, beheaded, 17. 17. He beheaded people. He cut their hearts out. He did all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, he sure did. So Kevin Meany's in studio at KQRS, and we're talking about this, and I'm reporting this. He did this. He did this. He did this. And Kevin Meany goes, you know, the guy I wouldn't want to be, to tell you the truth, is like the... Can you imagine being the building manager over there at that building? You know, you hear about this Jeffrey Dahmer. They come and arrest him. They go, your job's to go upstairs and open the door to his apartment. And basically, here's my take on it. He opens up the door. He looks around. He goes, all this carpet's got to go. like no air conditioning and it's hot oh. and it's like I, you, um, know. you can almost smell it coming through your tv that's how well acted oh, it is honestly Jesus. you're like and and the first episode i will tell you is um it's it's about one particular um victim who actually survived um but um that is like 15 minutes of the most intense scene i've ever seen those two actors evan peters and i don't know who plays the other um guy but phenomenal i was like that is a masterclass in acting. They did so well. It's so intense. Yeah, see, we're watching too many murdery movies or, or shows two. right now. So I, so, so but until we're done with one murdery show, I won't watch another. I can't watch too many of them. No, I, I understand. Yeah. It's, it's, it, and I, I'm someone I, I usually can, I can handle like a podcast of Dateline or, or the TV show itself. And I was like, okay, taking a break. I'll watch this tomorrow. It's just too much. Yeah. That, yeah. I, that my. Uh, my son's uh, girlfriend uh, worked on the trailer for that. Uh, she, her company's working on it. She gave us sort of a mm. little bit of a, uh, insight, verbal insight into it over Labor Day. And then is there has there been a scene in there where the uh, fire department shows up or the paramedics show up uh, at the door? The Dahmer? Yeah, yes. That, that was my sister-in-law. Oh! Yeah, my sister-in-law what? showed up and went to that apartment because they had someone called to the feet hurt. I wonder why. Uh, mm. I mean, what a bizarre! How did he overpower these people? I mean, that makes no sense. He was a wiry kind of a guy. This was he drugging them or what was the story? A lot of drugging them. A lot of yeah. He'd like I think some of them he'd you know tie up in bed under like pretenses. Oh, and then yeah. he'd be like, well, yeah, what are you going to do about it now? Yeah, and, and he lured them to his apartment, um, yep. being like, hey, I'll give you fifty dollars for a photo shoot. And a lot of times these were people who were down on their luck or they yep. were sex workers yep. or. You know, he was very targeted. Um, he targeted people who he knew were going to need the money. 
God, yeah, that's amazing. Well, and also, you probably just a lot of element of surprise. I mean, you just can't, yeah, you know. Yeah. Didn't he look yeah. really normal? Wasn't he sort of? He looked like a fairly normal guy. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. 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 Like really average looking, like not super handsome, not ugly by any means, but and just, you know, I think unassuming. Unassuming would be a great word for it. Okay. Wendy wants to know if you have seen mm. Devil in Ohio. I have not. It's on Netflix. What is it? Devil in Wendy Ohio. and Trevor both say it's very good. What is it? Uh, let's find probably out. another murdery movie. Probably. <laughs> she says it's a thriller, so I mean, I'm guessing. No, no, more, more murdery stuff. I know. I can only handle one murdery thing yep. at a time. Me yep. too. Can't Catherine do it. Uh, oh, it's uh, exorcist kind of stuff. Uh, a teenager see. with a pentagram carved on her back shows up in a hospital. A psychiatrist gets involved. There's a devil worshiping cult. You know, that sort of thing. You know. Standard. Wait a minute. What's the name of it? Devil in Ohio. Devil Day in the in life Ohio. of a teen in America. I still, can, uh, Tristan, I, I, I considered myself so lucky back in the day. There was the Gopher Theater in downtown Minneapolis. Had yep. the balcony in there. And my friend, the dog, who's no longer with us, and my other friend who I won't name because he was a candy ass. But the three of us went and we sat in the front row of the, of the balcony. So we're way up there. And <laughs> my friend to the left went to Catholic school with me. The dog was like, I don't know, Lutheran or something. So he didn't have the connection to the exorcist deal. So remember when uh, she mentions what, uh, what, her mother, what his mother does in hell? Remember that? Says to the priest, um, your mother does something in hell. Do you remember that? It's real dirty. It's real dirty. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, you remember? It's kind of like smoking a cigar, but not really. But he says, your mother does blah, blah, blah in hell. And the dog starts laughing so hard, I had to reach out. He almost fell out of the balcony. He was laughing so hard. And I had to save him from plummeting. And the guy to my left got up and left because he was terrified. So <laughs> one guy's scared to death, and the other one thinks it's hilarious. So there you go. Oh, well, I saw that movie when I was in, I think, junior high we snuck into the theater you did sure did go for with sherry anderson uh-oh yeah yep downtown yep went there and that night i came home i was ter- i was scared to death to oh, just yeah. walk from the bus stop <laughs> to my house <laughs> and there was a cat screaming outside oh, my God. window all no. night long <laughs> And then the next week, I was catching a bus in downtown Minneapolis to go see a friend of mine who lived over by the U. And that, at that time, you could tra- you transferred buses on Hennepin Avenue right there, like Hennepin and 7th or something. And I was sitting next to a man that had just come to America from Africa. And we started talking about movies. And I said that I saw The Exorcist, but I'm not afraid because it's not real. And he goes, oh, exorcisms happen all the time in my country. <laughs> I'm like, no! Oh, don't, tell <laughs> don't tell me this. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to run home so fast. No, it was like great. We got Wendy on the phone. Wendy's on the horn, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Yeah, there was no exorcism in Dublin, Ohio, but nope. it was about uh, this girl. She'd, she'd run away from this part of Ohio where people had heard about it. It was like a place that kind of. Uh, you know, people don't go. People had heard about it, like it was kind of a cult area oh, in it. Oh, yeah, yep. And she escaped from it. And, you know, it started out a little tiny bit slow, 
But oh my goodness, it picked up speed fast. It was really, really good. Devil in Ohio. And where is it? Yeah. Uh, it was. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Netflix. I, had a friend okay. that, uh, I had a friend that said something to me about it. They're like, yeah, give it a try. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Is it a movie or a TV series? It's a series. I think it's got like seven or eight episodes. Oh, okay. But, you know, uh, I thought, okay, well, I'll watch one this week, one next week. Yeah. No, binged it in a weekend. <laughs> you binged it. I'm like, I'm like, what comes next? What comes next? What comes next? And uh, yeah. then I got to the last one, and I'm like, oh, I need season two like yesterday. Come on. Oh, so they're gonna, you yeah, might, was, they might do a season two, you think? Uh, the way they left it at the end of season one, I would think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It was really good. See, I like it because it's got a lot of, not really a lot of, you know, like, blood, guts, and gore and all that stuff. It's a lot of, you know, like, like a real true thriller. Oh, you know, good. Like I, I would like that. Mentally, it's, it's really good. We will give it a whirl. Is it as good as Fatal Attraction? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, that holds it's up. funny you that movie holds that. Up. I will it's tell you funny that you'd say that because it kind of has that kind of thriller type fail attraction, mm. um, single white female, mm-hmm. and then like some white cult movies, and it kind of all wraps it around. And the uh, the lead in it is uh, uh, not Zoe Deschanel, her other sister, the one that played Bones. Emily. Oh, Emily. Emily, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, she's very, very good in it. So, yeah, I I don't really highly recommend stuff very often, but I will highly recommend those. Huh. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I have a whiteboard with a list, and nobody seems to talk it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on that list. Well, there you go. Thanks, Wendy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Kristen has to go in two minutes. You only got two minutes left because you're so busy. So busy. <laughs> it's true. It's all true. There's no question. All right, so we'll talk to you. I will uh, I will give you a call later on this week if you're going to be around. What? What's a good time of the day for you to call me? I mean, for me to call you. Um, 2 p.m. or later Pacific time, so 4 p.m. your time. Four, after 4 o'clock my time. We'll get it done, sister. Fair warning. Once you get Tom on the phone, you can't get him off. Oh, here we go. <laughs> rip, rip me to shreds. Have an hour. Have it's an hour. more time for me to harass him. It's yeah. all good. Okay. Oh, that's great news. Looking all right. forward to it. I will call you later on this week, and we will talk to you on this show next Tuesday. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, my friend Bob is a huge fan of hers. He, he loves my her. My friend Bob. It's all true. There's no question about it. Bob is a huge fan of this show. He, his wife's an even bigger fan than he is. Hi, Bob. Hi, wife of Bob. <laughs> Hi, Bob. Hi. Oh, my God. We got to go. Yeah, got to go. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Oh, there goes the dog.